0: And time now to run down the latest COVID headlines with vaccine researcher Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, who joins us each and every Wednesday, and she's with us now here on Global News Radio. Doctor, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. All right, let's start with the vaccine passport that was introduced yesterday by Quebec. Now, this passport will be required starting September 1st to get into things like bars, restaurants, gyms. Uh, Your thoughts, uh, Dr. Gorfinkel, on this plan?
1: let's look at other countries. What have other countries learned? Because we can learn a lot from them. What did Israel do? Israel looked at its, at its choices. One, you've got a, a stick approach. Everybody gets vaccinated because we know vaccines work. Everybody's got to get this shot. That's called the stick approach. But what about the carrot approach? You want into the bar? You want into the restaurant? You want into that venue with lots and lots of people? Well, it's not really fair to risk their health, is it? So let's prove your vaccination status. We will give you entrance into these places as long as you can prove to us that you've been vaccinated. That's the carrot approach. And that's what Israel chose to take. And lo and behold, it turned out not to be just a little successful, but wildly successful. And so what does Quebec do? Quebec reasonably looks at the experience of Israel and says, you know what? This carrot approach is working. So let's let's make the carrot approach happen here. So in, in a pretty respectable amount of time, they've said, okay, fine. You want to get into these venues? Then you've got to show us your QR code. And how are you going to show us that QR code? We're going to give you that QR code either on your mobile phone or we'll give you a paper copy of it. And we're also going to give those businesses a reader so that they can read your QR code. Now think about the health implications of that. Think about how also QR code could potentially be used. But Christian Dubé, the health minister, has promised that it's only going to be used as a reader. You know, but this makes a lot of people want to get vaccinated. And according to Christian Dubé, they saw a rapid uptick in the number of vaccinations taken on the day that it was announced. It's not like there was even a, a delay. It right away incentivized people to get the vaccine. Now, who's missing from that list? This is interesting. If a person works in the restaurant, they don't have to have the shot. They're not necessarily the people who have to have the QR code to get into the restaurant. And is that because of uh,
0: labor laws and that you cannot force an employee to have a a vaccine or vaccination?
1: Oh, that's exactly what they were citing. And that's been the problem. That's been not just Quebec's problem. That's been a provincial problem across the board. So whether you're talking about Ontario, New Brunswick, Saskatchewan, BC, all of them fight the same thing. Why don't they just mandate it for everybody? Why don't they make it a requirement? Well, why don't they exercise this more widely and broadly, giving good guidelines? Because they're up against labor laws, 80% of which are controlled by the provinces themselves. And there, there's also another issue in that, Jeff. And that's that, you know, there, there's unions. And unions, by and large, are against any requirement for their membership to be vaccinated.
0: Uh, is this the sort of progressive or aggressive action do you believe that uh, we need to take to stay ahead of a, a fourth wave, which uh, a lot of people, including the head of the Ontario Science Table, is out today, Dr. Gorfinkel, saying that we're currently in?
1: You know what? There's no question. We, we're up against, they say the war has changed from the Delta variant. And darn right it has. It, it's, in many ways, it's acting almost like a different disease. Not only is it way more transmissible, For every one person, the original variant would have infected. The Delta variant is estimated to infect three. And why would that be? There's a thousand times the amount of virus in a person's nose who's infected. A thousand times. So what does that tell you about transmissibility? What does that translate into? That translates into Canada. You turn the clock back three months ago. What percentage of the cases had been Delta? Well, it was... 6%, and now that number overall sits over 80%. That's how rapidly the Delta variant has taken over. And that's why there's a tremendous amount of fear that when children return to schools, we're going to see a huge uptake. They're talking about that fourth wave. Well, guess what? The Delta variant can easily make that happen.
0: Are we in the fourth wave, do you believe? I mean, we're sitting at 300 plus cases here in the province uh, over the last, I believe, three days. So we're up over 300 for three days uh, in a row. Do those numbers tell you that the fourth wave is here?
1: Well, what's concerning is how rapidly the numbers are going up. So you can look at those absolute numbers and say, heck, look, those numbers are way lower than they were a number of months ago. We're still fine. But the problem with that thinking is, is that we look at the doubling time. That's what matters because one turns into two, turns into four, turns into eight, et cetera. And your next thing you know, you're at a super, super high number. And that's the way the Delta variant is spreading. So do I think we're at the beginning of the first wave? Yes, I do. And what do I think was gonna happen? What do we think? Never mind, Iris Gorfinkel, who cares about Iris Gorfinkel? What do public health and epidemiologist experts think? They, they believe that when school starts and a large number of unvaccinated kids are going to school, we're going to see widespread Delta variant. That's what's really going to trigger a large outbreak. So there's concern around that. There's concern also that people are not recognizing that it's no longer the same disease. You know, even if you look at things like long COVID, We used to say, oh, long COVID, that's more an adult disease. Well, guess what? With Delta variant, it appears that it affects children. And it affects children much more than the original variant had. So that's yet another concern. A lot of these kids aren't even vaccinated. What's going to happen? Frankly, you know, luckily for us, Pfizer, as of, we expect in September, they will have some preliminary data available for children between the ages 4 and 11. And and hopefully that data will be very positive and Health Canada will continue its rolling review, take a look at it and give us a rapid approval of it. But that remains to be seen. It's still going to take those kids, you know, time to get the vaccine and then at least five weeks to mount the proper immune response so that they, in fact, will be protected from it.
0: All right, listen, i got to take a quick break, but when we come back, more with Dr. Iris Gorfinkel. We'll continue to talk about uh, back to school and outbreaks reported in several Ontario child care uh, centers and whether or not uh, that perhaps is a preview of what's to come in our schools. And we will also talk to Dr. Gorfinkel, vaccine researcher, about this big announcement yesterday from Moderna that they will build a plant here in Canada to produce mRNA vaccines. More on that ahead